There's a spiritual war that's going on for our communities. It's a war between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. And God wants to equip us to be His occupying force in our communities. Join in today to learn more. There's not going to be anything, any man-made unity. We've been trying. I did. I tried for years. <clears throat> Had some as a youth pastor in terms of regional unity in, uh, in Georgia. We pulled together and did some things. Part of what made that unity was that the three of us as youth pastors got together every week and prayed together. <clears throat> and we were willing to kind of lay down our own agendas and see whatever it was that God wanted to do. And so there was, there was some effects from that for sure. Within four years, we would do a thing during the summer. It was back in the day where they were kind of still doing youth musicals. Do you remember those days? How many of you remember any of those? We used to do a lot of those things. In California, back in the late 70s, we'd go all up and down California and do these things, see all kinds of people come to Christ. <clears throat> but what I was talking about in terms of unity, and then, um, of course, again, we were uh, Georgia, we were outside of Macon, is where I was a youth pastor. And um, it was small, it was Fort Valley. Some of you may have heard of Bluebird Buses, maybe some of your school buses. That's kind of what made Fort Valley. If it wasn't for that, wasn't, wasn't a whole lot there. We did have a Dairy Queen. Now, now some of you are looking at me like, are you talking like Moravian Falls? <clears throat> we don't have a Dairy Queen. We don't have no. a Dairy Queen. We've got a Cordoba's. We do. That's in Wilkesboro. That's in Wilkesboro. <laughs> but what happened is, is at the end of four years, by us joining together every summer for four years, which was three churches, then by the time after four years, we, we had kids from 12 different churches in that small town <clears throat> and ended up doing something together in a, um, a community center, a, a kind of a theater thing. I think God had His hand on that. I don't think we could have pulled it off without Him. Then I pastored for 23 years in Florida and, and didn't wait long until I immediately started gathering with pastors and, and other regional leaders, and um, it was in Tampa. And again, we were praying together. We were hanging out together, and we were praying together. I'm not trying to say that's a formula at all. I'm just saying what it did, it opened up something, doors, that build bridges to relationships that were beyond our own boxes. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I, I had my box. The Revival Outreach Center, like I said, pastor for 23 years. And then started gathering pastors um, in that particular region. And um, we develop relationships, but there, there, there never was this supernatural glory unity that came down upon us. But we're, we're still all friends. Why am I saying this? We're in a new time. We're in a new season. We're going to talk about that tonight. And the unity that is going to be released is going to be a supernatural unity. And it's going to go beyond the opinions and the agendas of men. And listen, I'm not just talking to, to I'm not just talking about in terms of senior leaders or that kind of thing. I'm going to talk about all of us. 
There's going to be an answer, and he brought this up last week about Jesus' prayer. Do you believe if Jesus prayed anything, it's a done deal? I, I, the Son of God has a conversation with Abba Father and says, this is what I'm looking for. I, I'll, I don't, I'm not getting a whole lot of witness, so I'll just go ahead and tell you. Whatever Jesus wants, Jesus is going to get. So there's going to be a sweep of unity that goes across. And it's not going to just be just this nation. It's going to be the nations. And that's one of the things we were kind of working with you tonight to go to that place to see beyond where you are. I can, I can promise you, according to the covenant of God, the covenant God made with Abraham, the covenant had, God had from the very beginning, and that which he says in terms of moving towards whatever your opinion of is the last days. Look, God's not sending His Son back for a rescue. If your eschatology carries defeat instead of victory, you got the wrong eschatology. Now, however that plays out, I'm, I'm fine. But He's not coming back for a bunch of wimps hiding under rocks and send His Son back for that. The first time his son came, he accomplished everything that he was sent to do. So we're living in the greatest hour of the history of the planet. Some of you still aren't quite sure you believe me. Now, you've got to understand, right behind the set of drums, I have, what do you call this, defibrillator thing? It's like, if you, if you, don't, if you don't trek with us, and, I don't, and I'm not seeing faith, then I'm going to help you in the natural. Zzz! Do you believe? No. Zzz! Yes. I believe. So you've got to be able to open up your spirit man to see that God's up to something really big. And, and how all that plays out, we don't know. But we're, God put on our hearts because of things He's, the season we're in and because of things He's even doing with us, we're in a reset. And you've heard all kinds of things about Great Reset. You've heard all kinds of, well, this is a good reset. This is a bad reset. Uh, all I care about is what God's saying. Now, I, I can promise you, it kind of works like this. It's kind of like, people always say, well, are you pre-trib, mid-trib, or post-trib? I said, I have no idea, but if I'm going to pick my spot, I'll go with pre Sounds kind of like best case scenario. Let's, let's go ahead and get out of Dodge before, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like where we are now. Everybody has kind of got an opinion of where we are. And, and our opinions, it's all right for us to talk about them as long as we don't make them God. Because as soon as you make your opinion God's, then you've already, <laughs> you've moved out of the lane. We kind of like say it this way. If God's got an opinion, then why do you need one? <laughs> Does God have one? He's got one. Therefore, we just want to find out what His is and flow with Him in it. So we want to share a little bit with you in terms of Kimberly and I. We've been married just over four years. And you talk about a reset. That was a phenomenal reset. It was indeed. It was a glorious reset. <clears throat> and um, so she'd been training intercessors, and she can tell you a little bit about that. So what, our ministry is called Watchmen Arise International. 
And so what God has us up to is we're training intercessors and warriors really pretty much right now in North America, United States and Canada. We have some in other nations. And um, because of what COVID, we'd already trained our team in Florida. If you want to hang out with us, you've got to learn how to do Zoom. Why? Because we were going back and forth. We were going back and forth from here and going to Florida. And, you know, they're like, you're not here all the time. We miss you. So she said, I'm going to teach you how to use Zoom. So we were ahead of the curve. When, when, when it all began to shut down, then we were used to that platform. And so now what's opened up for us is then our influence in terms of, say, one particular area expanded. I mean, some of you in here were even a part of it. We did a thing called a land redemption intensive, and we just put it out there. And all of a sudden, we had over 50 people doing a Zoom call. And so we're in a whole, that's a reset, people. And it's a reset in a good way. You've got to be willing to go to another spot that you haven't been before. So tell me a little bit about Watchmen Arise. Uh, so we sang a song tonight, Watchmen Arise. And back in 2009, I, I was helping a friend with a James Gall Women on the Front Lines conference, and she was asked to do hospitality, and it was, um, it was, it was not a good year for me. I was in a place where I needed a reset. And um, I had been one of the worship leaders during the Lakeland outpouring. That ended kind of whack wonky. And um, the church that I went to, the pastor left to go start other things. So I had no church to go to. The economic crisis was crazy. And I was an itinerant worship leader. And in the midst of financial downturns, people were not calling for people to come lead worship at their churches and all that. So I was sitting home a lot. So my, my friend Susan, she lives in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, she, she called me up and she said, I need help running hospitality, which is not my number one gift. But I said, okay, I'll come help you. And I go to this conference and nobody knows who I am. You know, I'd been in, in big meetings and things and it was like, I'm, I'm this like, like little hidden person in there. And, one morning, I'm getting up, and we're getting ready to head out to fix breakfast for the team, and I'm brushing my teeth, and the Lord interrupts me while brushing my teeth. Anybody have the Lord interrupt you while you're just doing mundane things? Yes. And he, like, and he yes. said, a new breed of intercessors is coming. Will you lead them? And I pulled the toothbrush out of my mouth, and I went, Yes. And I knew he wanted to say more, so I went into my room, and I had my journal, and I pulled it out, and he started speaking to me about the status of the intercessory movement in the Army at that time. And what he said, he said, many of the intercessors had been using old weapons of warfare, that they had uh, old practices that they had learned that were superstitious, there was witchcraft, and it was time for a dismantling of the intercessory movement and a remantling. And he, then he said to me, he said, will you, will you lead this movement? Will you answer this call? And I went, yes. Not knowing what I was getting into. Because up to that point, all I was doing was really training worship leaders. I, I did that. I worked in various nonprofits and offices and things like that. But my primary thing was I was training up house of prayer leaders to lead worship and also to pray. And I was doing that all over Florida at that point. So... He says that to me in the morning, and by the afternoon, he starts giving me this plan of what he wants me to do to start having days of training for intercessors once a month, and I argued with him about having meetings once a month, and he wanted me to do it in my hometown of Lakeland. 
in Florida. And, uh, and I said, really, Lord, do I have to do it in Lakeland? He's like, yes, Lakeland, once a month. So I agreed, and he said, hey, you know that song you wrote, Watchmen Arise? And I said, yes, Lord. He said, it's not just a song, it's the name of your ministry. And he named it Watchmen Arise. When I went to go register it with the state, he said, throw international on the end of it. So that was August of 2009. And ever since then, the Lord has opened up doors to work with prayer networks, with leaders. I've had various posts for names that you would know if I mentioned them, and I'm not going to. But I've been Southeast Regional Leader for covering North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. Um, I've been U.S. coordinator for things. It, I, I've had these posts, and it all happened like after that 2009, just saying yes. And can you say I went through a reset at that point? Well, 2017 comes along, and Richard and I end up getting married, and all of a sudden we decide out of the two of us, we have three different ministries that we're running. And, and it's like, Lord, what do you want us to focus on? And he spoke to us, and he said, I want you to raise up this new breed of intercessors that's coming, and I want you to lead them. So we're concentrating on that. That's what we're called to do in this hour. Yeah, so we're, we're only one of a multitude that are out there. Yeah. But we, are, we, we, do, we have phone calls and Zoom classes. It, we'll just, you can go to our website, watchmenarise.com, and you'll see there what's going on. And um, if, if you're interested in partnering with us or jumping in any of those classes, then you're willing to do it. Like we were getting ready to start one, and um, some of you know this, not all of you, but one of the things that um, we just started a class, and we realized, God, we can't do this right now. It's called City Transformation Through Prayer. Well, we weren't even thinking about this four weeks ago. It wasn't even on our radar. We felt like all along God was going to have us have a place here in Moravian Falls and have a place where we are just outside of Tampa. And long story short, things, God began doing some things and He said, I want you to get the house appraised in Florida. So we got the house appraised in Florida and, and you, the market right now in Florida, like everywhere else, is crazy. Anyway, long story short, another reset is our house in Florida is selling we're leaving Sunday morning to go back, pack everything up, and come here and, and be here permanently. So you pray for us because this is going to be our first winter. <laughs> no, winter I, I on mean, the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> like... no, I've lived in cold places. But anyway, so, so again, in that, we, we weren't even thinking about it. It was a, a major reset of something going on in our lives. But God has a sense of humor. You know, He always likes to get messages across to us. So... When we left here last time, we led worship and we left and went back to Florida and we had some things that were going on down there. And I walk into our den and plop down, we're going to watch a movie and I click on the Roku TV, you know, it's all internet, so it's, you know, Netflix and all your passwords and all that are in there. And I turn it on and the TV has totally reset itself back to like factory reset. And I'm like, ah, now i got to do all the password stuff again and all that. And I'm like, I just wanted to chill and watch a movie. But that, that happened to us. And then the computer that I've been using for years, all of a sudden it decides it doesn't want to hook to the Internet anymore. And I just didn't feel like dealing with it because I knew it needed to be reset, a factory reset. It was having issues. I just pulled my laptop out and worked on that. Then we get back up here and turn on the TV in our living room here. And guess what it does? 
It decides it needs to update, and it stays stuck on the update screen. And we're trying to watch a show with this thing going, the TV's updating, and I'm like, what in the world is going on? So I Google what you're supposed to do. What do you have to do? You have to factory reset the television. It took, by that time, I looked at Richard and I said, I think God's speaking to us. I think we're in a reset. I think you want a clue. <laughs> it's like, we have a clue. Like he said... We were, we were not planning on selling the property in Florida and relocating here, and we love it here. We, we love both places, and that, that was, you know, never in the plan. But God was like, no, you have to reset to this location. And so I hope you guys are okay with that. <laughs> We've been your neighbors. You'll just see us more often now. <laughs> so just um, we have... Um, we're, we're a part of a couple of apostolic families. So we called our, and, to, and one of them is a Native American. And um, someday you'll get to meet them. They, that's Jim and Faith Chosa. But anyway, so we called them because I'm looking, we're, we're saying, God, what is going on here? Be nice if you were kind of speaking to those that we're in relationship with. So we called them, and because they've been there, they've been on our property in Florida. I mean, the property in Florida, not, not because of us, but because you know, God picks geographical areas. Okay? And you, you can be on a geographical area and not even recognize what God has to say about it. So anyway, I'm just... They, they had been there. We had done things that had to do with governing, especially across the state of Florida and the southeast from that place. And so I figured I was going to call Jim and he was going to say, well, you know, are, are you sure about this? Because we did a prayer strike February of 2019, right? 2019. Anyway, we were doing a prayer strike that had to do with human trafficking. And we were looking at other 2020, right before COVID happened. And we were looking for places to do it. And the people that we're aligned with apostolically said to us, why would you do it anywhere else because of what is there on that piece of property? You can govern from that piece of property. So I'm figuring, okay, I'm going to call him. And he's going to say, are you, are you sure? I called him and he said, well, you know, we've kind of been talking about this whole thing. He's like, I feel like it has everything to do with a separation and increase. Now listen to me, a seed has to fall into the ground and die before life comes. A, a baby has to be birthed and separate from its mom to come to the place of increase. Well, we recognize in whatever, wherever it is, whatever God wants to do, God's separating us from there, bringing us here because there's going to be increase. God always goes from glory to glory. Glory to, you feel like, God, this feels like something's being taken away. I don't understand this. You almost feel like, was well, the enemy stealing something from me? No, what God's doing is working to move, and in moving you, take you to a place of greater glory and a place of greater increase. So, so hear that, because there's people, and you're sitting here, we're all in those places where there's this, there's an eternal shift that's going on. It's not a material thing. It has to do with what God's doing in the, in the eternals so that He can shift and, and move it into the place where we need to be to be ready to move with God in what He wants to do. 
So when that happened, we're like, okay, we're, we're excited about this. We can see beyond where we were. Hear us. You can see beyond where you are. You've got to be able to see beyond where you are. When God speaks, then you've got to have eyes open to where you can see beyond where you are to where God wants you to go. And that doesn't mean you'll know how it's all going to work out. You, you don't see every, everything about it, but, but you just know that, what, that that's what God's doing. So thank you for joining us today. And we want to thank our partners of Watchmen Arise International who have made this podcast possible. If you'd like to give into further episodes of Occupying Force, you can go to our website at www.watchmenarise.com to give. Thanks for joining us.